Welcome to Limp to the Finish, a podcast series following a stroke survivor combating the most famous marathon in the world, the London Marathon. I'm Rob Nichols. I had a stroke when I was young. I still limp now. And in April, I plan to limp to the finish and do 26.2 miles and complete the London Marathon. This podcast series is following my journey. So, let's quickly go back 30 odd years. When I was 8 years old, I had a bleed on the brain, a brain hemorrhage, which caused paralysis down my left side. And that meant that I had to learn how to walk again, I had to learn how to uh, use my left hand again, regular physio through the years. I probably could have done more than I did, but I'm very independent now. Um, I still have a limp. But I drive, I work full time, um, it's amazing how fast you type with one hand when you get used to it. Uh, I have children and, you know, I live life normally. I still have a limp though, which is kind of obvious. Uh, and uh, Which has always hindered me a bit with, with sport and, and things like that. So that's why this is actually a big challenge for me. Now... Fast forward a bit to uh, last year, about a year ago, and I realised I had about 500 days until I was 40 years old, and it kind of went, whoa. So I suddenly thought, oh, I, I, I should really get fit. You know, my, my kids were running faster than me, my four-year-old or three-year-old at the time, and I was kind of out of breath trying to chase her around the park run when she was doing the junior park run. Now, that struck me of I need to change something. So my big thing was let's use the fact that I'm 40 and let's do a countdown and let's kind of use those 500 days to push myself forward. And I'd also speak to someone else about using Instagram as a social media, not just for photos, but to track progress on different things. So whether it's losing weight, whether it's um, building muscle, whether it's running, training, whatever... Uh, people said, oh yeah, use it to track it because it's really good. You've got a nice timeline and you get inspiration off other people. So I did. I set up a new account specifically to track this called 500 Days to Lose It. My main goal was to lose weight and build up fitness at the same time. I actually started going to this gym that I joined about three years before. I've been paying for it ever since I realized I didn't have to pay. I could have stopped paying because I wasn't even in the contract. But <laughs> I just carried on paying because I thought one day I'll go. And I go now. Uh, since the start this year, I've gone at least once a week. I'm now going twice a week to the gym, running on the treadmill. When I started, I could run for basically two minutes, then walk for a bit, two minutes, walk for a bit. Uh, now I can do 12 minutes before I have to slow down and walk, which is great. And I've I've started doing running. I, I've got the uh, Couch to 5K. But anyone wants to start running or start exercising, the Couch to 5K, it's, it's done through the NHS, through the BBC, there's lots of different ones. So if you're in America, there are similar ones, Couch to 5K, which is basically a nine-week plan to get you from walking to actually running for about 30 minutes, which is about 5K, depending how fast you are. Uh, you might need to you know, do a bit more. And it starts doing sections. So you kind of you start off by you know, walking for a bit, uh, running for like a minute, then walking for a bit running for a bit and back and forth back and forth and it builds it up builds it up so you're doing longer and longer and longer so i started doing the catch to 5k as well 
So along with that and along with uh, running on a treadmill and uh, kind of improving muscle strength in my left side while I'm at the gym, because uh, I really wanted to kind of get the stronger, I've kind of gradually built up and uh, I've actually stopped doing the Couch to 5k. I might get back to it, I might finish it, but uh, amazingly I did a 5k a couple of weeks ago. And that one's an interesting story. So going back to Instagram with the community and everything you meet and the ideas and everything is the whole kind of group of people who are trying to get healthier and run. And recently, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, one of the guys on there called Andy had a brain hemorrhage, which is very similar to mine. And he's actually still in hospital. Sounds like he's improving well, starting to, to walk again which is which is great news but another member of the community decided let's do a collection uh, he at the point that he was still uh, in a coma so let's do a collection let's get everyone to do something he's a runner let's get everyone out to do a run so they organized uh, a couple of people organized uh, t-shirts like running shirts run for andy on and they picked a date and they said oh let's do a you know 5k park run easy thing that people can join in on whatever their fitness level and so they arranged this and i had a look and i went do you know what i really want to do a park run i really want to challenge myself so i'll go along to it and so about uh on that day a few weeks ago over 100 people around the country all joined in lovely to see and down here nearby milton Keynes. There's a group of about 30, 40 people, all with their t-shirts on. Uh, it's really funny because most of us have never met before. I, actually, I was about an hour away from Milton Keynes, but other people are close by. Uh, and so we all kind of met up for in real life at once, which is really bizarre. And I had this challenge of, I want to get around this 5k. Even though I hadn't completed the character 5k, I know I could run because I'd done it on a treadmill. But I'd never really done it outside for a long time and obviously doing uh, running for 12 minutes I could do about one and a half k because I don't run fast so I'm like hang on I've got to do 5k I've got to do like three times that so that was gonna that was a tough one but I I ran and I ran with this guy called Adam who I met that morning uh, and uh, he was running at my pace walking running so it was it was really good to go around and Moonkin is great if you ever get to do a park run really lovely going around there around uh, Wilton Lake and so I did it I walked around and as I was going around I wasn't, wasn't sure what the time it was so I my Strava didn't work so I was like oh damn like what time is it what you know can I make it around there within an hour that was my goal do it within an hour I'm happy and about halfway around he said oh about half an hour and I, was like, oh, I felt really gutted because like, I'm not going to do this in an hour and I just kept pushing, kept pushing. And in the end, we did it in 46 minutes. Which meant the halfway point, he, <laughs> something was wrong anyway. Because it wasn't, uh, it couldn't have been half an hour. I couldn't have done the last half in quarter of an hour. But I was, I was so happy that I did it in 46 minutes. I'd actually done it in well under an hour. From what I thought I was going to do it in. I didn't fall in the lake, which was uh, one of my things that I thought I might do. And I completed it. And it's really good. There's uh, some photos around... Uh, online it's really good because i see you know i'm so happy that i've done it and i feel so so much fitter now than i did a year ago and while we were going through this whole journey 
ages ago and, and I was trying to lose weight and do this, I, I decided to enter the London Marathon. Because I realised it was the day after my 40th birthday. And it was the 40th London Marathon. So I said, oh, that'd be, you know, really good to do. And I know it'd be one hell of a challenge. But I thought, I'll enter it anyway. I can always defer it for a year. So I entered. Not that long after, about a week after I'd done the park run, I got the email to tell me that I got in to London Marathon to the ballot place, which meant I didn't have to fundraise. Um, I didn't have to worry about trying to get £2,000 or £3,000 of people to be able to, to run, which I would have used that as an excuse. Uh, luckily, I didn't. So I don't have that excuse. I don't have to raise anything. I will be, and I will be putting up some running stuff. I'm speaking to a couple of charities at the moment. Great Ormond Street being one, Stroke Association being another. Because they both helped, um, for obvious reasons. So, uh, I'm trying to decide, can I run from them both? Well, can I run for one or another? I don't know yet, so I'm in the middle of speaking to them. So I will be raising money. But my main thing is, it's a challenge for me. I want to get around this. I want to prove that it doesn't matter. Even if you know, you've know you had a stroke and you're down and you're unfit, you can get fit. You can do this. You can complete a marathon. Now, the only things I've got is the limitations with the London Marathon is that to get a medal, you have to do it within eight hours. And after about seven hours, after the last person kind of crosses the start line, they reopen the roads, so you have to basically run the pavement, so you're a pedestrian. Or you have to run with all the pedestrians, which I really don't want to do. So my target is going to be under the seven hours. And, you know, my current pace, 5k, 45 minutes, you know, it's 40 odd to 42k. It, it multiplies out to less than seven hours, but I obviously can't go that pace all the time at the moment. So I've now got until now, until April, April the 26th, to improve my fitness, to get my distance up, and my speed up. So that's why I did this podcast, because this isn't just a normal challenge of, oh, I've got to run a marathon from kind of beginner. This is, I'm, you know, I don't like to use the word disabled, because I don't think I am, but I know that I have a weakness, I know I have a disability, I know I limp. And I know that's really going to hinder me because I know it's the the fact that when I run, uh, I kind of push hard on my on my left side as I land. And I'm worried that actually that could cause more damage to my knees, to my ankles, to my legs. So I've got to, uh, I'm seeing physios, I'm going to do this all properly because this is so important to me to be able to, to, to prove to myself and to others if they, they need it, that I can do this. And if I can do this marathon, then then I can do anything. So that's why I'm doing this run. And that's what this whole series is going to be about. I've done enough chatting for, for now. Uh, I'm going to do another episode. Uh, I'm going to be speaking to people over the weeks. Uh, we've got 190 days I think, until London Marathon from today. But I'll be speaking to various other people that run marathons and hopefully interviewing them on here to get some more experience uh, from them. 
so that anyone else trying to do a challenge, trying to run a marathon, can get some ideas from them, as well as me, which is obviously approaching it from the beginner's view from, from the start. So uh, I hope you enjoy this journey. I thought I'd do a short episode for this first episode, so it's about 10 minutes, and uh, I will speak to you on the next episode soon. Thank you very much.